You're listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. We made it to fall on the latest edition of American RVer. On this show, Peggy talks with two IRV2 longtime forum users, Mike Pelshaw, marketing director, and Don Morgan, forum moderator. They give us an insight into the online group, and we learn more about the rally we were attending. So sit back and enjoy this edition of American RVer. Hey, welcome to this edition of American RVer. We are in beautiful Branson, Missouri, and the thing that brought us to Branson this year was the IRV2 rally. Joining me today is Michael Pelshaw and Don Morgan, and we're going to talk a little bit about IRV2 and the rally itself. So thank you guys for joining me today. Oh, you're very welcome. welcome. My pleasure. Michael, tell me first, what the heck is IRV2? Now, I know what it is, but perhaps some of our viewers don't. IRV2 is a social networking community of uh, somewhat over 200,000 registered members. Uh, oh, that's a big in, number, 200,000. Oh, oh, yeah. We're, there's more than that. And uh, we've been in continuous operation now for 17 years since, two, since the year 2001. I'm one of the original plank holders, pretty much, uh, having signed up in January of 2001. Okay. And, and Don Morgan over here, he signed up not, not too much later than I did. So he's been here for a long time as well. So it's kind of an online forum. You said social media, but I know there's a forum component to that. Yes, uh, we, uh, we entertain discussions about all different types of RVers, uh, lifestyle uh, that RVers may pursue, equipment they might want to buy or talk about, situations that they found themselves in, difficulties that they were able to manage and overcome and they shared. So everybody benefits. So if I were driving down the road, and this just happened to me recently, our airbag blew. I could get onto IRV2 and say, where do I find an airbag for my Monaco Camelot? And it's possible somebody could respond back to me. Exactly. Someone will definitely respond to you about their experiences with their Monaco and their airbag uh, uh, disaster, if you might want to say that. Uh, and they'll share with you the resolution that they apply. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's helpful, and most times, uh, most times it is, and sometimes mm -hmm. it isn't. <laughs> right. Don, what do you do as moderator for the site? Well, I kind of specialize in the chat rooms. I, I started out years ago. I was appointed by one of the owners prior to becoming social knowledge to uh, bring a chat room that had shut down, bring it back to life. And I took that ch chat room and, and I brought it back to life and it's a very active chat room. It's called the Winnebago Chat. Okay. And I have been a proud Winnebago owner for a lot of years and so it was my pleasure to be able to bring that back and I have a lot of Winnebago friends that pop in from time to time and we talk, we chat. Uh, about anything? Well, primarily it's designed to be able to talk about problems. But maybe I'm bragging a little, but most of us don't have too many problems. So we talk about the weather, we talk about our travels, we talk about many things that are interesting to everybody 
Does it end up being kind of like a live chat, so people are having conversations back and forth? It's it's typewritten. It's, right, it's not voice. Course. Okay. But uh, yeah, we we each see each other's uh, typing and. Okay. Just and, like you uh, would on Facebook with Messenger or something like yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. But specific to in your case the Winnebago uh, RV crowd. Yeah, and well, I host too. I host the Winnebago on Tuesday night, which is uh, nine o'clock Eastern time. Eastern Daylight Time, no, yet. Okay. And then I do the Freightliner one on Wednesday night at the same oh, time. Oh, okay. So, I, so I it's not that. just random. It's a specific time that people come in mm -hmm. and to that chat room. It's an hour. And talk. It lasts an hour. Oh, okay. And most of us kind of have our schedules set and planned, but I just don't want to miss that chat for anything if I can help it because yeah. I enjoy it. Okay. And, and so it gives you an opportunity to meet face-to-face some of the people you've been chatting with. I've had the fun in, in prior years of doing a chat at night. We'd sit on the table with, on a internet connection with my friend across the table. We'd be chatting back and forth across the table. A lot of people didn't know we were sitting facing each other. But <laughs> Wait, you sound like the young kids today, going to a restaurant <laughs> yeah. just chatting. <laughs> yeah. People chatting on their phones, but right. back in the day, they would do it at uh, 9600 baud over a wired modem. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. Very slow. Yeah, things have changed a lot technologically. How has that affected the IRV2 uh, format? Well, in the beginning, in the year 2001, uh, people were actually logging on to IRV2 over analog modems. And over the years, our, our bandwidth uh, needed to grow significantly because we were, we were consecutively logging more and more people. Uh, and our, our original owner, uh, Bill Roll, um, just went as far as he could with the site without having um, more talent brought in mm -hmm. to expand and in, improve the environment. Uh, so at that time it was passed along to social knowledge. Social knowledge has more talent, they have more resources. We were able to increase our bandwidth and uh, so we have a much more robust environment and we can support three, four thousand, five thousand connections simultaneously. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's no lag or there's no delay where people have to actually type and then wait for something to happen on the screen because it happens almost instantaneously. What are some of the things that people can find out by going to IRV2? What are some of the typical, not necessarily chats, but threads? Well, uh, most of the, th a lot of the threads start off with an introduction. We ask uh, new, uh, new members to introduce themselves and, and what type of RV they may have. Uh, subsequent to that, we just invite them into the threads and then they might see their manufacturer, whether they're a, a Newmar or a Tiffin or a Winnebago product or if they have a Ford or a Freightliner or a Spartan or whatever particular RV product they have. We'll just about support that in, a, in a, one of maybe a hundred and some odd forums, different forums and topics of discussion. So we'll entertain just about any type of topic of discussion an RVer may have. Now, do you have limits as far as, uh, and I know you're a moderator, Don, so do you pay attention to what people are saying and you kind of make sure there's nothing that shouldn't be on there? Well, I was an elected official for the city of Webiga for 21 years. And I don't feel comfortable in the policing aspect of it, so I 
prefer to spend my time helping people. Okay. And uh, I look for people that are having a problem that I might help with, and I will jump in and say, well, try this. I keep uh, Winnebago's 800 number handy. I keep Freightliner's 800 number hand handy. And when I see somebody have a problem, I say, well, give a call to this number and see if you can't get, right. get an answer to your problem. So I enjoy helping people. That's where I get my pleasure. So there are other moderators besides you, Don, right? Yes. Because you're really focusing on Winnebago and Freightliner. So then you have other people that focus on different areas? Um, our, our moderator staff is actually ubiquitous. They're everywhere. They, they monitor a lot of different traffic. They may uh, observe a, a pattern of discussion uh, that may not be heading in the right direction. And they'll try to intervene as best as they can to try to to uh, improve the topic of conversation. Mm -hmm. And if it gets really out of hand, they may call in a person called an administrator, and an administrator will usually be the final arbiter of the conversation as to whether or not it'll be allowed to, uh, to continue or whether or not they would just like to close it down. Uh, we're a very family-oriented type of an environment. Uh, we're a very PG. Uh, we don't entertain any type of uh, uh, untoward language mm -hmm. and uh, everybody's polite and civil and we try to exchange ideas and, our, and we focus in on our mission statement and uh, we're trying to provide a, a good environment for our viewers to come in and just freely exchange ideas uh, about their RVs and their lifestyle. And it's really for anybody with any kind of RV from pop-up all the way on up exactly. to motorhome. We, we support teardrop trailers, the trailers to 45-foot diesel Provo pushers. Okay. We support everybody and anybody. And there's no charge. It's free. Oh, that's it's, nice to know. It's free to, uh, to join. All you have to do is just come on www.irv2.com front slash forums. You give yourself a screen name and a password, and you're in. How does the site pay for itself? Because obviously you're talking bandwidth, you're talking staff, mm -hmm. and you're, you're free to any RVer. That's correct. Uh, we do, uh, we do um, solicit and receive sponsorships from uh, major RV manufacturers and suppliers. Uh, some of the suppliers that, uh, and manufacturers that, uh, that advertise on IRV2 are like Winnebago Industries, Newmark Corporation, Thor Motor Coach, and there are several others. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some smaller uh, uh, companies such as uh, Brazel's RV Performance, and Redlands Truck Service in California, and there are a number of others um, that that sponsor. I just they can't bring them all to mind at the present time. Right, right. But, but even uh, you know any kind of supplier to the RV industry, mm -hmm. it would be a good place for them to reach out to really their audience. Exactly, we provide them with a unique environment and and a, and a set of tools that they could use to manage their own uh, account. Mm -hmm. And we invite them to come in and put up their own graphics and to uh, assign uh, URLs to different product lines. And uh, we invite them to post uh, text about their products or PDFs or videos or whatever they may have that will promote their product. We have a unique form called a uh, vendor spotlight in which to do that. And we invite our vendors all to come in there and to just promote their products freely. Okay. And uh, we observe the topic of conversation. The members respond to the vendors. And uh, the vendors interact with the members in this one particular forum on a one-to-one -one basis. And typically, there's not a lot of RV uh, 
uh, internet resources out there that entertain that. But, right. Uh, we've been doing that for a number of years. Okay, good. Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, let's talk about the International Rally here in Branson. Very good. All right, we'll be right back after this. We'll return with more of IRV2 after the break. Want to replace your halogen or fluorescent lights with cool, energy-efficient LEDs? Then check out www.ledrvlighting.com. They specialize in interior LED RV lighting. With low prices, a good selection, and fast delivery, you can't beat them. You can even get LED tubes that directly replace your fluorescent lights, quick and easy. Go to www.ledrvlighting.com, your best source for RV LED lights. Welcome back. We're talking with uh, Don and Mike, and we're talking about IRV2. And if you're not familiar with it, it's at www.irv2.com. It's IRV, the number two.com. Yeah. So we were talking in the break about saving money and getting answers to questions from some of the other people in the forum. So, Don, why don't you talk about that? Well, I remember when I first got on IRV2. I was amazed at how much money I saved because I was having problems as a newcomer does. We, modems do have Yeah, and things beef. you don't know. Yeah. yeah. And I usually got the answers over the internet on IRV too. And I, it saved me just, I, I bet today it's in the thousands of money that it saved mm. me. And so being a member of IRV too ha, has a value of dollars to it because if, if you use it correctly and ask the right questions in the right times, places, you, you'll mm -hmm. get some really good answers. Right. Well, it might be a place to go to to get something repaired, or it might be yeah. a source online to order a piece, or just a quick fix that yeah. you just didn't know yes. about. Like, yes. like exactly. taking out your core from your heater, your water heater, and cleaning it or something. Exactly. Yeah. And you said on the uh, OEM side, they even mm -hmm. use IRV too. Yes, uh, ROEM sponsors uh, observe the traffic that, uh, that comes across with their brand name and they observe the conversations that our members are having and there have been instances where these OEMs have actually picked up on a possible uh, problem and they've been able to intercede early into the situation and be able to resolve that and save themselves uh, thousands of dollars as well. Okay, so if they see that there's something consistent going on, mm -hmm. then they could go back and address that back at the factory. Right, they could just bring a, an engineer out there and say, what's going on with this thing? Right, <laughs> and, right. And uh, obviously they, they, they can just address that immediately and then, you know, and then get, get it behind them. I know, it's all about real-time information, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and especially if you're, as an RVer like I am, and you're driving down the road and you have an issue, you're in a place you don't know, mm -hmm. now here's a source to get information to help you. I've had, I've actually had people call me on the phone that are stuck on the side of the road and what do I do now? And uh, I, I have the books on my, in my office and I just look up you know, the resource or information that they're looking for, get them, get them on the phone and talk to them through this, the, the issue and, and hopefully help them out. Yeah. Uh, because there are some instances where people need to get towed off the road, and the procedure to do that is very, uh, very strict. And if they don't follow it directly, they're going to wind up with thousands of dollars damage. Of damage. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, we are in Branson, which we alluded to earlier. Tell us about this international rally. Well, the, the uh, 2017 international rally um, is one of the continuing rallies that, we, that we've been having now since the year 2001. We've had an international rally, or a national rally, actually, every year since 2014, when we actually changed the name to international. Uh, that was by member request, because they felt that, well, let's include everybody from Canada or from wherever they may be. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've been international now for a while. And uh, we do host a lot of Canadian folks. And uh, at this rally, we're very fortunate to have a couple from Australia. Oh, boy. Wow. That's something. Yeah. They rented an RV from a rental company. And they knew that they were going to be in this area at this particular time. And they decided to come to a rally. Oh, how fun is that? And they picked ours. Yay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what are some of the events that are happening at this rally in Branson? Well, um, on a, uh, when the uh, attendees uh, arrived on Sunday, they were greeted and they were given their credentials and they were given t-shirts and they were given goodie bags and, and everybody left here pretty much with a smile on their face and then later on they came back in the evening and we had a sit-down dinner mm -hmm. uh, for, our, for our attendees for our welcome dinner. Uh, yesterday, which was uh, Monday, we had an, a series of seminars mm -hmm. that were provided by some of our repeat uh, vendors that uh, have supported our rallies now for about the past four or five years. Uh, today was a shopping excursion downtown Branson. The ladies all went together and they went to lunch and they had a great time. Uh, tomorrow we're going to, uh, as a matter of fact, this evening we're having a hillbilly dinner. Oh, well, that uh, sounds fun. Is everybody dressing up? Yeah, I'm going to wear my hillbilly hat shirt and <laughs> my, my overalls and everything. What about you, shirt. Don, from Wisconsin? That's not really hillbilly country. No, and I, I didn't plan ahead well enough for that. We weren't even sure we were going to be able to make it. Uh, we had some health issues last then, and oh. we kind of worked our way through it, and we finally got the okay to make the trip. But yeah. I was going to have to call Mike and say, I'm sorry I can't make it. But Well, um, we're glad you did. We are, too. I've yeah. got pictures of Don from 10 years ago with bib overalls on in a hillbilly <laughs> outfit. So he gets a, he gets a buy this time. <laughs> well, I just, to add to that, we were here 10 years ago and my wife had just smashed her foot a week before we were scheduled to come and I was going to cancel out then. And I called uh, one of the owners of the, of the rally, or the, uh, Bob the Gregory, I think it mm -hmm. was at that time. And I said, I need you to rent me. They always rent some golf carts for their own use. I said, mm -hmm. I need one extra golf cart. I'll pay for it. But if you can supply me with a golf cart and let me know what it costs, then I'll come because my wife, then I can move around in the golf cart. We pulled into the, to the campground, and guess who met me right at my site with a golf cart? None other than Mike Pelshot. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she said, we want to go back this year. Because I want to see Branson standing up, she told me. I don't want to oh. see it in a golf cart or in a wheelchair. Okay. So uh, she's just happy and tickled to be here, and we've been doing some more sites and as, as time permits. And what do you think the biggest benefit is for people who come to a rally? Well, at this particular rally, our, our management wants to move the rally from east to west. 
because you want to attract a large crowd from the area where the rally is. Okay. Uh, we've typically had our rallies on the in the east, and we've been very successful because we've been getting the same people over and over again. This year, uh, like we did 10 years ago, we, we had the rally here in Branson, and we're attracting folks from the core of the country. Uh, next year, we're moving the rally uh, significantly out to the west. So uh, our largest demographic that uses IRV2 happened to be from California. Oh, how about so, that? So we hope to be able to attract those Westerners to our next rally to give them a rally for the first time. Uh, mm -hmm. Because we, we, we've had, basically our rallies have been in the east and in the middle of the country. So we're going to try to move it a little bit further west and hopefully we'll get a good attendance at that rally as well. Sounds good. Well, I know that's a lot of planning and a lot of effort from a lot of people to make a rally happen. Yeah, we have a very good rally committee. Uh, we have an entertainment director. We have, um, uh, we have an administrator who actually takes care of all our uh, registrations and, and dealing with the, the customers uh, when they register. And then I just basically, they're making my life a lot easier. And uh, <laughs> hopefully we can keep going in, yeah, that, in that way. Yeah, great, great. Well, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us at American RVer. We appreciate it, Mike. We appreciate it, Don. You're welcome. You're very welcome. All Thank right. You. Okay, we'll see you next time on American RV.